All right, all right. I know this voyage can be taxing. But hey, believe it or not, you're not the first sailors to cross these seas. Well, shall we get to it then? If so, sit down, shut up, and buckle your boots. Because you're going to trip. Better buckle those boots. Come on now. Anyway, welcome to From a Far Podcast. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Last time, I'm from a far podcast. Who all is here? Sound off. Like, oh. like you, were a, you were a mobile. But Arius wouldn't know what a truck is. <laughs> As you hear, wait, wait, where am I? The, the images from the battlefield change into a windswept grassy cliff. It's okay. Everything's going to be fine. His now human body is now in the, the size of a marble. We are furious. <laughs> Chuck one end to Arius, and I jump off the deck where the harpoons are attached. I, I do not have enough spell slots. You see yourself shooting through a space that makes little to no sense. As you look around, Neverwinter is nowhere to be seen. Well, if you all can protect me. Can we commission a full-on ham bone intro <laughs> song? <laughs> And Andy, Andy, I'm looking at you. Oh, um, right. uh, uh, I love the uh, shit, shit, shit. Ah, I, I grabbed my my <laughs> iPhones came out. <laughs> the legitimate, the legitimate, like oh wow. <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> just getting up on the. Oh, oh, get, get those thighs. Oh. Expose, expose the thighs. Well, I always get so excited when that stuff happens. Like, yeah. when do, do, do you guys ever go to a Krikorian, uh, a what movie theater? Krikorian. Krikorian. Kri- 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 it's like oh, one of those ones that's dying out. 
but it was at, uh, in, like, in San, it was in San Clemente. But, but like during their like you know weird eighties nineties animated intro before the movie starts, where you're like flying through space, mm-hmm. the song would be like bum 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 bum. And then everyone in the theater would clap. Nice. I'm really, I'm trying to figure out what kind of theater this is because I have no yeah. prior knowledge. And you, you said a lot yeah. of things that didn't go with what I thought of a yeah. theater would do. <laughs> a Gregorian theater where the intro, you're flying through space and then the <laughs> intro song comes on that everyone joins in. And it's like, <laughs> what? Have you, never, have you never been to the Gregorian? No. No. That's one of those things that like while you're talking, I'm worried I'm having a stroke. Like this is like, <laughs> this isn't adding up. The thing that David texted yesterday was like grammatically correct. <laughs> no, it was, I don't know that it was. I don't I know could, what well, it let was. Let me bring it up. I have to I have to I bring it up. I think it's fairly safe to assume that whenever I text it's not grammatically correct. I eight eight our brains six times the size, or do we have six <laughs> actual Brian's in our heads? <laughs> Six actual because like Brian's. well reading it like in my head you know it's like like six uh, Brian like I don't know it just kinda... David, David is a man that lives so fully in the moment as soon as he sends out a message he doesn't look back no <laughs> he, he's I, done that that that's... part of him is old and done am I just smashing my 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 butt cheeks on my on my, no. on my <laughs> insert ham bone sounds David I just want you to know I think I know what my next tattoo is gonna say. Mm. What, what? Eight our brains six times the size, or do we have six actual Brian's? <laughs> That's the one that I'm really hung up on and enjoying a lot is the, the the ever-present question that every human has to deal with. Do we have six actual Brian's in our heads? Hello, I'm, not, I'm actual Brian. No conceptual Brian's. No, no theoretical, no metaphorical we are we are actual Brian. I th- I honestly, six of them. We're like, six actual Brian. That's the other thing. No, no joke. No joke. When you brought this up about a minute and a half ago, I was like, "All right, what did I mess up?" And I, I was thinking back to all that somewhat serious conversation we had about what we're gonna do with like Twitter and stuff. And I was like, "I was like, this is probably I probably just remixed up some words or something." I thought that thing that I sent actually was correct. <laughs> this is this is not the thing I thought we were going to be talking about. Eight our brains six times the size. <laughs> Do we have six actual brains? <laughs> so can we also say, can we provide some context because <laughs> I'm forgetting what on earth that was even about. I sent the meme with the big-headed yeah. Ben Franklin. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, me, after reading all that juicy information, because you literally even said, you're like, Goofy, you're going to have a blast yeah. reading this. And I woke up and I read it all. And then oh, we yeah. were just big like, brain big brain time. time. La hora de cerebro grande. Cerebro time. Ate our brains six times the size. Or do we have six actual Brian's in our heads? <laughs> what? Oh my god! Well, we've done it. We've laughed to the point of tears. My beard's wet. From like, wow, that's the, good. Yeah, that was a good laugh. Like that—that that could be the name. Wow, my beard's wet. And that's where we're gonna start today's session. Um. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> Christian, Christian, you do the bit every time, and I honestly like wait for it now. <laughs> it's the only like tongue twister I know that comes easily to me. <laughs> um. All right. Well, hold on to your butts. 
Whoop. Because we see an ever expand, ever expanding expanse of ocean. The water rolls gently. A few wisps of clouds float lazily. Off in the distance, a flock of seagulls flies towards the westward setting sun. All that can be heard is the roll of the water and the whistle of the wind. The occasional caw of a seagull. Ah! Honestly, it is quite peaceful and serene. That is, until a sudden ripping sound, followed by a giant splash, rips through the, the air. As, as out of a rift, a humongous ship appears and falls several feet, splashing down to the scene. If everyone could roll me... A dexterity saving throw, please. Yes. Oh, no. First roll, and it's a two. <laughs> oh, no. I am cursed to not roll well. So I got a four. Ooh, wait. You get a plus four on all saving throws when you're within ten feet of me. Oh, so that's an eight. Then I got a 27. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you at there, Sieg? Fifteen. So let me, I just want to also say that Christian got me new dice for Christmas because my rolls have been pretty terrible. But uh, yeah, um, sorry, it doesn't. Day one, first yeah, roll. That's fine. First roll ever. It's half of a half of a nat twenty. I did it's have okay. a priest bless it. So ah, uh, <laughs> what what religion was it? It's a classic Joman. Jomanism. <laughs> yeah, Jomanism. Uh, well, okay, uh, you and uh, actually the majority of the crew, uh, except oh, for no. except for Kippa and Seacart, you all take it's just a, just a little too falling damage. Ooh, wait, <laughs> me? No, no, no. You you passed like an hour ago with oh, your yeah, 26 like <laughs> so we see kippa like jump and land like before we even like you never you ever notice how like rift? kids have a great like center of balance like they're you know just their center of gravity is so low mm-hmm. it's hard to fall <laughs> when you're already on the ground <laughs> that's true we'll, we'll do that just that smooth too um yeah this is not a common occurrence being teleported all the way across the world <laughs> so everyone everyone's kind of falling down trying to pick themselves up there's a a guy comically like in like a fishing net, like oh no, how do I? Legitimate get out of here? question: Was I still hanging on the side of the boat or the back of the boat? Yeah. Yes, your dexterity saving throw was much much more important, and you did still pass it. Um, oh, tight, tight. <laughs> you're off the side of the, so you don't see all that stuff I was just describing. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Actually, Kippa, you too are off the side of the yeah, boat. Yeah, I'm, I'm standing on the side of the boat with my bracer. No wonder Arius failed. He's holding me up. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding. <laughs> That's okay. There we go. See, it, it all makes sense. Story wise, story trumps all. Uh, so yeah, okay. You guys, you guys are still hanging up the side of the ship, and I'm gonna just say for 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 sake of of clarity and ease, you start Goofy, you start climbing up. Kippa, you start. Yeah, I'd, I'd pull him up too. Well, I imagine this happens. Arius is dazed for a few seconds, and then he just kind of kicks into like you know, like soldier, like got it. We got to get everyone. Arius, Arius, please. Uh, yeah, and he, so Arius pulls up. And then Kippa is just like walking alongside Sieghart as he's getting pulled up. <laughs> so, Kippa, if only you were a little stronger, you might be able to help me up. Huh? What? Oh, hey, Sieghart. <laughs> Arius, okay, yeah, looks like, is everybody here? Everybody? As you guys get on top of the uh, the helm, the aft castle of the sea monster, the ass castle. Whoa! Wow, starting, man, 2020, we're raw now. This is raw DMD. We're <laughs> oh. saying things like ass castle and boob. <laughs> this is from afar podcast unplugged. <laughs> yeah, director's ass cut. castle. Wow, get your kids out of here. Yeah, we used we used to take out all the sex scenes, but now they're in. <laughs> the gratuitous, gratuitous sex scenes. I can't tell you how many hours of cut sex scenes there are. Why are we the way we are? 
<laughs> oh man, this, this is a good session so far. Uh, we, can, we can just end it there if you guys want. Kim is just gonna call out, be like, hey, hey, Captain Falcon. Anybody? Did we lose anyone? As you look around, uh, as you as you guys come to the like uh, the, the the rail up out overlooking the main deck of the sea monster, you see majority of the crew out there, sort of looking around, very very confused, trying to comprehend what's going on. As as uh, as you guys did, just sort of get like light speeded through a, a tube in time and space, and now you're in a very different place from what you can see right now. There's no immediate danger and you you look down to the main deck falcon is is still kneeling over the unconscious body of the young prism uh her chest rises and falls slowly her but her eyes remain closed falcon stands up looking around um and he quickly surveys the new location and he starts barking out orders what do you all do holy shit we just inside of that girl's mind yeah. i'm honestly confused beyond reason you know first off we meet each other, you know. We find out that Atlantis is real. We go to some floating fucking islands. And now we just got warped across time and space, you guys? I've given up even trying to make sense of it. Doesn't uh, doesn't happen. Arius would go to the, the railing um, mm-hmm. and, like, look down. Roll me all, all of y'all roll me a perception check, please. Oh, boy. Second roll. Still a two. That's just a two-sided dice. Natural 20. Oh, okay. God. This was, you, you burned it on a bad one because... Six. <laughs> Damn it. I got a 12. Oh, that's not too bad. It's much better than two. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys all, as you're walking up and looking out, surveying the scene, uh, this was very easy. I don't know why I had you roll for this. You look down and you see Elizabeth. She's, she's there. That, that, <laughs> that, that was the perception check. You look down and you see Elizabeth. Uh, she's actually face down, lying face down on, on the deck. Oh, shit. Kim is going to run over. Yeah, I think we all run over. Yeah. As uh, as you run over, you hear from down below, Elizabeth, uh, we need to get us out of here right now. What's, uh, medic, what's going we on? Need a, we need a medic. She's hurt real bad, guys. Seacard's going to go ahead and cast Cure Wounds on her. Oh, that's right. We, we have a medic. <laughs> <laughs> we got that. We have a medic. We have False a medic. Uh, that's going to be eight points of healing. Cool. You um you roll Elizabeth over and you see, she doesn't look like she has any like wounds or like any physical ailments on her body at, at this point uh her her hair her tattoos are no longer glowing i don't know if kippa and secret actually saw that though. i think you guys are in the barracudas because arius definitely would keep an eye out for that for you arius you see elizabeth looks normal okay her hair is is not floating around in this sort of passed out on the ground but her hair is still just wild and now just whoa crazy yeah uh, her tattoos are not glowing her hair is is brown normal hair just looks like hair mm-hmm. and she is she's breathing but like Shallowly, shallowly, shallow. She has a shallow gait to her breathing. Um, <laughs> her breath's just walking away. <laughs> Does it look like Seacart's uh, healing did anything? So that, that's what I was. That's what I was getting at. As you lay on hands, her. I don't know exactly what that uh, looks like. No, that was cure wounds. So oh, you cure, oh so yeah, you you, yeah. you cast the whole the whole whole sh- whole shebang. She. Uh, what have you ever seen someone sleeping and having like a nightmare and like their face kind of like twitching and yeah. Um, that's what she was sort of doing. And as you cure wounds for her eight damage, that her face relaxes a little bit, but she still is unconscious. But she doesn't look like she's like grimacing in her sleep. And at that point, Falcon comes up. He sees her. Jake and Willem are beside him as he says, what, what, what's going on? And he like he kneels down and he like very caringly looks over at, uh, looks over her. Basically, he's concerned for her. And he looks at you guys and he says, what, what happened? I wasn't up here. She, did, did anyone see anything? Well, I mean, she went all misty ghost and hair flying everywhere but and I, I'm not gonna mention that I saw the tattoo glowing okay. I've 
would you know about this, Captain Falcon? I mean, this can't be the first time this happened. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what that is, but it is not my responsibility or place to tell you what that was. I just meant that's all I think that's happened. I don't know, Kippa, mm. Seacard, I think, I mean, the ship took damage and it seemed to affect Elizabeth. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw anything. What? No, I was down in the Barracudas. Uh, does she just wake back up, Falcon? I, I get you can't tell us. Well, I mean, I'm not going to take her secrets away from her. Seacard starts to pick her up, Princess Carrie Stallion. And he's like, where should I lay her? Sounds like she's dead. Yeah, should, should I go get a shovel? <laughs> Shall I bury her in the sea as all good naval No, no, seamen? no, no, no. She's, this, this, this is, take her, take her down below. Take her below the water. That's right. Take, oh, no. An honorable <laughs> way to go. She's, you can. He starts wrapping the chain of his anchor around her. Okay, okay. Yep, you know what? Jake, uh, you're now pilot of this thing. Elizabeth, get out of here. <laughs> Overhead chucks. <laughs> well, there's, I'm going to delete about 45 pages of notes and backstory because we were not able to save Elizabeth. She's, she's past the point of return. Sorry. Falcon looks up to you and says, I, I appreciate your. This is a confusing time and I appreciate your, your triad humor there, Seacard. Uh, but please don't throw my captain over. Or not my captain. Hey, um, so Falcon, d- do you know where we are? And uh, he looks up to Patrick and he says, uh, Hey, uh, Patrick, I'm going to need you to get those those strong eyes out. <laughs> Help us locate where we are. And uh, you, like, see the classic. Uh, Patrick, look over the edge of his uh, half bucket. Damn, so I guess everyone survived, huh? Everyone's, everyone's here. Bummer. <laughs> Arius, I think, would look at Jake and Willem, mm-hmm. seeing if he can see any tattoos of an anchor on their body. Ooh, Precepti check me. So they're not, okay. Let me, where did, where's, what, what dice do I roll for that? Ooh, okay. I guess oh, that'd be an investigation check. Oh, no. Or what? I would, uh, well, it's, I mean, so investigation, yeah, investigation would be a 12. You see uh, Jake like bend over to help pick up Elizabeth, and his his pants fall down. You see a tattoo on his butt. <laughs> it is an anchor. No, that's that is not true. You, you're looking around, and you you do see quite a few tattoos. Not on, on Willem because he's a little boy, but Jake does have a few tattoos. But you can't exactly see. He's wearing like a shirt. Okay, you know clothes. You know like clothes, like normal clothes. He's dressed. Falcon uh, walks over and like starts looking out over over the ocean, and he sort of absentmindedly says, "Willem." Lead Seacart down and lay Elizabeth down at least at least out of the sun. She she needs rest. And then he says, "Get Slaw for me as well. I need a. Uh, I'm gonna need him up here." And Willem says, "Oh, okay, okay, Captain, I'll do it." And uh, he starts leading you down below deck. So Seacart, you're 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 heading down below deck. We'll jump into your scene. Kippa and Arius, you see Falcon. You've got the sense that Falcon is not. He's not excited about what just happened, and he's he's acting with more like caution and concern. Than he has in the past. You heard him say, "Like Ur- Earl, uh, keep those cannons loaded." Guff, <laughs> I need you to t- get a damage report. Like we need to figure out exactly what it's going to take to get us sailing again. For like runs and yeah, you see Guff with like six other dragonborns of just beautiful prismatic color do this kind of like blue angels like jump and fly <laughs> off of off of the side of the boat. Their scales catch the light. And they, it is just, it is just beautiful. Ah, uh, there mm. they go, the pitch crew. The pitch the, crew. The pride of the sea monster. <laughs> you see, you see a tear well up in Falcon's eye and he says, man, I, if I could give up this life of piracy just to manage them, 
I would. They almost they almost went to nationals. <laughs> but Guff had that knee injury. <laughs> we're we're sitting ducks out here. We we're not going to sail normally. So let's just see what it's going to take to get us to the closest place we can to not be sitting in the middle of the ocean. I could get out and push. If you could, that would be that would be ideal. Actually, you got those strong, beautiful paladin legs, and I I know your dolphin kick is solid. <laughs> so basically, he he has set the crew in motion of like. We need to get the ship basically seaworthy again. So that 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 happened. That's a little bit of retcon. Now you're back. You're back on the uh, aft castle. You're you're back on the aft castle. The asshole a- um, mm-hmm. of, of the ship. And Falcon is he has his hands on on the rigging of the ship, and he's looking out over the ocean. And to everyone who's up there, it really does just look like you are nowhere. Like. You're not nowhere. You're in the middle of the ocean, but it doesn't look like one direction is better than the other. You can tell which way is west because the sun is setting yeah. in that direction. But Falcon is looking around and he doesn't he doesn't say anything. He's just looking his attention is his attention is now off of his crew that has been very damaged, his ship that has been very damaged, and he is looking out over this ocean that to your guys' eyes, you can't see anything unique about it. Yeah. Kippa would you know, once everybody got set into motion, things are happening, he'd kind of go over and join Captain Falcon over on the side of the ship. Ares would follow as well. Yeah, Kippa would kind of like, you know, motion his head and be like, let's go talk to him. Yeah, exactly, and Ares nods. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Captain. Mm, what, yes. And he kind of like comes to himself and he, uh, yo, Kippa, yes, Kippa, what, how can I, how can I help you? What do you, what do you need? Well. I have a lot to do. So I'm looking at over this session. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, a lot of, a lot of stuff just happened. Still trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah. How how are you guys doing? Is everything, this is... I mean, we're doing fine. We all escaped with our lives, which is more than I can say for Rodney and Jeff. May they rest in peace. Wait, 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 hold on. No, wait, What? Are you, are you, are you telling me? I'm sorry, I didn't mean, I didn't, I didn't mean to be the one to break the news, but... Me and Seacart, we saw Rodney's ship go down. He he takes a steadying breath and puts his he kneels down on one knee and puts a hand on your shoulder and he says yeah. Honestly it's it might be for the best. <laughs> Their style of music was terrifying and unworthy of to be called music. Oh this thank is, God. Okay, I'm glad somebody said it. <laughs> I mean he like he like brings you in air. He's like, I don't I mean don't that's not I don't know if you want to be disbanding that about that I just yeah. said. I'm glad that part of my crew died. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I get it. If there was anybody that needed to go, it was probably them. Yikes. Their uncomfortable situation they created boarded on treason. Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> Aries is getting really uncomfortable with this conversation now. <laughs> treason is, is the exact word I would use for it, too. You're, 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 you're a keeper, Kippa. Thank you. Thank, oh, you. No. Thank you so much. I know I can trust you with my innermost thoughts. Nobody else can hear these people. <laughs> and First off, is there anything we can do to help you? Uh, or that we can do to help around the ship? Uh, I don't like just sitting still, but maybe should we try to talk to Prism? Uh, this this all just reeks of magic to me. Oh, Unless that was you, Arius. <laughs> <laughs> Arius says, oh, sorry, you know, old age, can't really control it. Sorry about that. Lo- loose anus. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gross. Hey, we all get old. We all experience it. Don't shame me for it. It is actual canon that Arius has multiple buttholes. That's right. He's got two. <laughs> you try to keep hold of two of them at the same time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can only keep one clenched at a time. <laughs> oh God! No, uh, Falcon says no. Yes, we absolutely. We have. We need it. We need to figure out what Prism is. If she's if she's a danger to us, the ship needs to be. We can't fix it completely, but we can do some repairs to get us somewhere. And I guess well, I guess that'll depend on what Patrick finds. And you look up and like almost like. <laughs> Like you see, like a comically large, fast, like very quickly moving, like telescope, like <laughs> looking around, and Patrick is is trying to take in all the information. Uh, does he have of, one for each eye? Yeah, they're going different directions. Oh yes. <laughs> so we need to figure out where we are. We need to figure out who and what Prism is, and in all honesty, and. Until Elizabeth gets back, we're, we're we're pretty handicapped, so we need to figure out if she's... Well, what's, like, our, our food situation? Oh, well, that, I mean, the cookie is t- Twinkies and gray stuff for days, so... Well, that's good. <laughs> we can survive at least for a few days, but then we might need to move on to rationing the crew members so that we don't starve and eat each other out here. If only Rodney and Jeff were still here. I mean, they'd be the first to... <laughs> Get eaten, if you know what I mean. Wait, wasn't I mean, Rodney a warforged? He was definitely a robot. <laughs> when it's sea, you know, sometimes you just gotta eat metal. <laughs> like, Honestly, it would provide no nutritional value, but we do, we would eat <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do. Plenty of iron and fiber in your diet. <laughs> Falcon, he stands up and he starts looking out over the ocean and he says, well, that, that would be, yes, you're right, Kip, that would be terrible if we were lost here at sea, but I, I think... And he goes back to the to the the rigging up on the aft castle, and he puts his hands on it and looks out over again. And he says, "But I, this might sound strange to you, but there's something familiar about this place where we are." I think Arius at that he like you know pulls out a cigarette, which I I haven't I need to figure out how many cigarettes that boy has left. Oh, as as the as the DM and God of this world. <laughs> You, uh, I am the actual god. I'm the actual Brian of this world. <laughs> I am the seventh. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> you you have as many as many as okay, you want. Good. I'm not right. going to take just, that away. I just want to make sure that, that like I can I can just keep pulling them out however much I want, just like out of any part of my body. Of, of all yeah. the minutia yes. that we walk over, the one yeah. that we're going to die on is how many cigarettes have you gotten through? I don't think people are going to be like. Okay, there's a, there's there's about this many in a normal six pack. He's smoked about <laughs> fifteen times. Uh, Arius, you don't have any more. I would love to keep like a running counter of how many cigarettes Arius has pulled out of his pocket, and like this could be like twenty. I feel it's about eight. I feel like you've okay. done it about eight times. Anyways, Arius pulls out pulls out a cigarette. Um, it's your last one. And, uh, yeah, whoa! Oh, damn. Okay. Just Entire conversation we just had <laughs> went down the drain. Um, and he he takes like a puff and he's thinking he's like. Captain Falcon, uh, I also am incredibly confused by everything that just happened, but more so by the things that I've seen the sea monster as a crew do, and something inside of me just can't, can't really wrestle with the fact that there's stuff you aren't telling us, and we've been with you for a long time, and I am trying to make sense of all this, but it seems that you're familiar maybe with Atlantis or I would like to ask you very politely if you could maybe share with us what that is because there's a lot of questions in my head and I would like some answers because I want to get to Neth and I want to find him and I want to kill that bastard. If there's anything you know, I mean, we just fought for you and we just put down our lives and we are very grateful for everything but there's some un 
there's some loose ends that maybe could be tied here. You know, like when you're talking to someone, they're not paying attention to you, and then like they sort of, then they realize you were you were talking, and they sort of like, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. That that was kind of what happened with Falcon. He was looking out over the ocean, very much lost in thought, and then he he looks back at you, and he hears he he hears what you're saying. He says, no, "Arius, Arius, I, you're absolutely right. I will do my best to answer what questions you have." There's, as, as I said earlier, there's parts of of our story, and he like kind of motions over the sort of motion to, to the sea monster generally. He says, "There's there's parts of." of our story that aren't mine to share but if you have any questions I will I will do my best to answer them because you're right you've you Kippa and Seekhart are the some of the newest members to this crew and in the short time you've been with us you've you've done more than than a lot of us and you've 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 come into our family and you've come into our our crew and you haven't asked anything of us and we've actually asked quite a bit of you so and I'm very grateful, and I'm sure I speak for Kippa and Seagard when I say that. I guess my main question, if you have anything else to say about that, I'll start the questions, or maybe one, is what do these tattoos mean? These anchor tattoos, I saw one on Elizabeth, and it was glowing, and also, I saw, we. I'm sure Kippa can corroborate this, but we saw it on Teach's body as well, and I don't like that. Who's Teach? He was a man. Edward Teach. Oh, is this the pirate that you said saved you from? Yeah. I don't like the connection between... He... I don't know what Kippa felt from him, but I was getting some some nasty vibes. and There's a connection between you, the sea monster and him and this whole thing. So, I guess we can first talk about that. What exactly are these tattoos, or maybe what do they mean? He says you're talking about the the anchor tattoo that Elizabeth has, correct? Yeah. Well, to my knowledge, she's the only one who has a tattoo of that sort, and she hasn't explained it to me, but I can say this. I've only seen her do what she did yesterday, today. I don't, I'm losing track of time. We, I think we just went over like 56 different time zones, so... <laughs> Uh, we, could, we could be two days in the future, for all I know. Super ship lagged. Yeah, super ship lagged. That is only the second time I have seen her do what she's done. As you may have noticed, Elizabeth has a very special bond with this ship. She's able to maneuver it and get it to do things that, in my years of, of being on the sea, I've I've sailed with and under and for many, many people, and no one has been able to maneuver and do do things with a with a ship the way Elizabeth has, and she's... She's one of the youngest Helms people I've ever known. So I'm not trying to be dishonest or we all have different stories. And then there's sort of a unspoken rule that if we don't pry too deeply, but if we're, we're, we're getting into new territory here, maybe, maybe you're right, Arius. Maybe we all need to be more open and honest with each other, but that is the extent of my knowledge. <clears throat> Kippa kind of clears his throat. He says, you know, I, uh, I've never kind of been someone that believes too much in, like, fate and destiny and stuff like that. But everything that's happened to me and to us just in the last, like, month or however many weeks we've all been together, I'm beginning to suspect that there's hands maneuvering and manipulating things because 
otherwise, the alternative is that nothing makes sense and everything is just batshit insane and we can get warped halfway across the world for no goddamn reason. Mm. So, yeah. I, I, I understand what you're saying and maybe by all of us starting to be a little bit more open, I understand that there's a strong strong trust that's been built up around this crew uh, and understanding of each other's secrets and things like that, but if there's some overarching sort of being or hands maneuvering and manipulating us, I think all of us sharing as much information as we're willing with each other will kind of help us all start to put the pieces together for ourselves and maybe understand what the hell is going on. I agree. I hate feeling like a pawn, and at this point in time, it just feels like we're getting moved around a chessboard without much control. Mm. And personally, I think our friend Prism over there has some of those answers. I think you're right. Arius, yeah, takes a takes a, a pull, and he's like, oh, I suppose one of these days, maybe these questions will be answered. But I can't, I can't expect everyone to know the answers. But thank you, Captain Falcon, for being as honest as you could and Falcon uh let's he, find out together he puts a he puts a, a hand on both your guys shoulders it's like all like skewed because, yeah <laughs> uh he says no I, I you 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 two and see I, I know it, it, it might seem like we're withholding information but we're just as confused as as you are if yeah, you remember I guess that's kind of a comforting thought in a weird way if you did know everything that was going on I would just feel left out. So as yeah. long as, if we're all le- if we're all left out together, then you we're know. all left out together. We're, we're we're figuring this out together. No, I think you're right. I, we need to be more open with each other. We need to figure out what's going on because we're we're in some deep shit. We're in some deep shit. We're in it now. So that's when Arius decided. Oh wait, what? The bathroom? Yeah, uh, down that hallway, third door on the left. Just. uh... Hurry back, because I don't like stopping. Oh, hello, you found me. What? No, this is not the bathroom. Uh, hello, I'm Borg the Merchant. Uh, I sell wonderful, fabulous wares whenever you need me. Um, please, come in and take a look at my wares. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, there were still stories waiting to be told. Force Majeure is an actual play Star Wars podcast, following groups of emergent Force sensitives trying to survive the worst the Outer Rim can throw at them. So if you like action, adventure, thrilling yarns and good tea, you might enjoy Force Majeure. Find us on Twitter at Force Majeure Pod or online at forcemajeurepod.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, you like what you see? It was good product, yes? Okay, okay, now hurry along. I believe you are missing some story. Now that we're all back, uh, got a lot of story to get through. And, uh, yeah, I know we don't have soap, but you can at least wash your hands in salt water. Did you... Did you do that? No? Go sit over there. I'll talk loudly. So then, the next thing... All right, Elizabeth is, uh... Oh, hey, Seekart. Oh, Elizabeth is down low. What'd I miss? Any, any good? Oh, you can, okay, came back up, okay. She sunk beautifully. We had a nice touching moment. It was a phenomenal scene. Y'all would have really enjoyed it. Oh no, our microphone's all cut out. Dang, there's no way we can do oh, that scene again. No, Sorry, no, everybody. Sorry, was... Scene's gone. Hold on, I just need to, just need to collect my emotions. <laughs> uh, Seekart, you come back out. Um, you, you left Willem. After, after you guys deposited Elizabeth in a, a sick bay, you said, I'm going to go find Slal. And then he left you, and you, you made your way back up to the top. I don't know what I missed, guys, but uh, ship is not doing great. You know no. how normally below deck, it's kind of dark. There's a lot more openings and windows. Yeah, we were just talking about who we're gonna who we're going to eat first. I vote Patrick, but I am worried that eating him would kill us. <laughs> I mean, Earl would offer the most sustenance. I'm, I'm not trying to put him on the pike there, but... Well, this is all fine and dandy, but maybe we should find Prism. If she's awake yet, or she's still knocked out. Yeah, Seekart, we might have need of your skills again. Can you heal telescopes as well as ships? <laughs> <laughs> you guys walk back to the uh, the edge of the, of the helm, the, the aft castle. Uh, right as you see, uh, coming out from the stairway leading down into the, the guts of the ship, you see, I guess from your perspective, just the top of like a very large, very thick umbrella. And you all walk, walk down the stairs and you see uh, what you think is Slaw hiding beneath this very, very thick dark umbrella. And he has a, a, like a, a long cloak kind of like closed up around him. And he has like these goggles over his mind flayer eyes that are like very tinted and Slaw uh, looks over at the captain and says, oh, 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 oh uh, uh, captain uh, 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 what are we uh, uh, what, 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 uh, what did you need me and he's like very not excited about being outside Yeah. And he says, what, 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 what did you need, need from me and Hogan uh, says, well Slaw I, uh, can, can you look at something I, I felt like it would be a good idea to check this out before we, we moved her just in case I don't, want, I don't want to hurt her. And Slaw looks at him kind of curiously, and Falcon motions, and you guys all walk over to Prism. Now you guys are walking where Prism is lying on the main deck. You do look around, and the sails are all torn up. Uh, the, the One of the masts is very badly damaged. Um, there's a couple bodies of Lord's Alliance people. The Berserker is still sort of off to one side. Or both the Berserkers are off to one side. There's handful of marbles. Handful of marbles just sort of rolling around on the deck. Oh, like... Flesh marbles, <laughs> flarbles. Oh. You you see, sort of in, in the midst of all this this chaos and this 
this decent amount of carnage, you see a prism. This is like, you guys have had a decent look at her before, but like in the middle of battle after being put in her mind, uh, you you look down at her and she looks like a a young, probably about like 12-year-old girl. She has like, everything about her is unnaturally pale. Like her, even her eyes, her eyes aren't aren't like full-on white. She has like pupils and stuff, but like even those seem to be a little bit faded. Her hair is white. Her dress that she's wearing is white. Uh, Everything about her is just very like, Alien and how white it is. Okay. And Falcon kind of kneels down without without touching her, and he motions to Slaw and says, "Slaw, can you can you see what's going on?" And Slaw looks at him and says, "Well, this is a this would normally be a question for Doc, wouldn't it?" Slaw sort of <gasps> looks around. Oh. <laughs> I was literally just thinking that I was like, "We don't have a doctor on this <laughs> yeah. ship." I need to just explore the sea monster this this episode. No, it's okay. Well, that, that actually is that is most of what I figured this episode would be sort of just like yeah. downtime. Who is Seagart fighting today? <laughs> yeah, and fucking says, "Yeah, you're 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 right." But this girl, she just did two things that I never have experienced. It seemed like he like holds up the broken telescope, and Saul says, "Oh, look at that! <laughs> you fixed it." <laughs> he says, "We cut the, the 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 prism, the eye out of this, and." All of a sudden, we were all in this sort of white space. She was talking to us and hurting us, and she was showing bits of our history. And then we came back, and she was here, out of the out of the prism. And then all of a sudden, we were flying through what looked like a terrifying <laughs> dream river. Now we are here, and Slaw says, "Oh, is that is that what all the the kerfuffle was about? I it, it did seem a bit rocky there for a moment." But he he looks down at Prism and he says. That is uh, that is rather interesting, and he 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 kind of like bends down, still doing the best the best he can to like keep very shaded, and uh, he looks down at her, and he notices on her forehead there is a a diamond shaped white jewel in in her forehead, and as he looks closer at it, and as you all look closer at it, you, you see it's uh it's like cracked in the middle. Oh, okay. And Saul goes to like lay a hand on her, and Falcon puts a hand on his creepy mind flayer wrist, and he says, "I don't. Well, I mean, this we, we're gonna have to touch her to move her, but just be very, very careful." He very slowly reaches down and puts two of his very long creepy mind flayer fingers on her like neck, on her on her throat, checking for a pulse. And all of a sudden, you guys are back in the Dream River, and you appear back in the middle of the Lord's Alliance no. ships. And, Wait, no, I was just, like- <laughs> just kidding. Nothing nothing happens. It's a slightly tense moment, but then nothing happens and he says, Well she's she's breathing and I found a what you humans call a pulse. Slaw, do you not do you not have a pulse? Slaw what? No, I have a I have a pulse, but my heart is located in my butt. So you have to touch my butt to It's kind of a manual pump situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm constantly pumping my own heart. It's terrible. He's like he Kegels. never stands still. He's always squatting. While, while this conversation's going on, Kegels, uh, Sieghart is going to, for a moment, use divine sense to detect good and evil, okay. celestial fiends and undeads, or you know that miscellaneous <laughs> category. This, this might answer some questions for you. You throw throw up the the prayers to to your your your, your boy Torm. <laughs> and you get blessed with the divine sense of I know where you come from. If it's heaven, hell, or death, <laughs> or this, or this extra place. The last time you did this, if I remember correctly, was in the labyrinth, in Icarus's shop, and you sensed nothing, absolutely nothing. The last time we were there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this time, that other category goes crazy. 
so yeah, you sense this other category that you've you've gotten a few other times throughout this mission. A couple times in Icarus's shop, I think once on the Floating Islands. You've done it several times throughout this mission, and it has had varying success of what you sense, what you see. But as you as you open your eyes and look down at Prism, you get nothing but this other category from her. Uh, <clears throat> Arius, Kippa. Huh? Yeah. And Seacart uh, just kind of tries to say it to the side just to them. I don't know how to explain this to you, but pretty much since we've started this journey, I've been able to sense sort of different things. Part of my paladin oath is I can tell when things are good and bad, but that girl's radiating a whole lot of gray. Whole lot of, whole lot of gray. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, is this out of the normal? It's been an uneasy feeling I've been having pretty much since we were down in the Forgotten City, and I've never felt it stronger than on this girl right here. So it's coming, like, from her? Yeah. And let me tell you, boys, I don't say this lightly. It scares me. Oh. Well. Um, what about this? Also, I have a question. What do you what do you sense from this thing? And Ares is going to hold out the blade of grass. Well, what do I sense from <laughs> that thing? What's the uh what's the what's the sense of uh that uh the deep thing where like beholders come from? What is what is that sense? It's not is it fee? I'm just I'm totally It's like do I have a vegetable beholder? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're monstrosities or aberrations, but they're, 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 aber- they're aberrations. aberrations. That's what um, you uh you actually um let me think here. Uh, you... Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No. That was that. Love that. <laughs> Aries, no, I get nothing from your, your lucky grass. Man, this blade of grass... I don't know if you guys noticed, but when we were fighting, it, like, grew and, like, became part of me. And I'm I'm just trying to put two I was on two a jet together. ski. Yeah, I was, we, were, we were busy. On, on a, sorry, we were I was on, on one ski. of the barracudas. What's a jet and a, what's a ski? Uh, I was on a water scooter. Water scooter. What's what's a scooter? What's water? <laughs> what's a water? <laughs> he just um he's like he says thank you um ah, this thing is still confusing me and like puts it back in his pocket. All right, let's say he's got a specific like pocket on his chest that he'll just like slide it under. C- could I suggest that mm-hmm. you s- it you try to do that but it's like mm, no and it. Oh. Keeps it keeps wrapped around your your finger like a ring. Oh. Dang, two back to back nose. Yeah. <laughs> love it, love yeah, it, love dang. it, love it, love it. <laughs> you guys have unleashed the beast. <laughs> oh no, the hatchet will fall. You guys got a nat, nat twenty? No. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Bugs Bunny meme. <laughs> Anyways, so it's a ring around my finger. Love it. Sieghart still unnerved is like, Slaw, Slaw. What are you? What are you getting? Slaw says, "Well, um, Master Sieghart, um." I think the captain was right. I don't think Doc would be able to do anything for her. And he takes her down below deck. Slala, you you can detect, like, sources of magic and types, right? Uh, absolutely, of course, yes. What, what kind of magic is she radiating, if any? I have yet to, to do... I need my instruments. They're down in my, in my workshop. Is it like a flute? 
the triangle maybe. Seacard's got an exceptional knowledge of orchestral instruments. I used to be part of the choir in my old church. <laughs> I did too. And he starts singing just in like a terrifying like oh, voice. Oh, my lord. <laughs> and he stops singing because he's like, you you sound much better than I do. I, hmm. And uh, he says, no, if, uh, if you if you would care, if you care to, to join me or if you want to know the answers to those questions, I will be I'll be done in my shop. I'll check back with you in a bit. I think there's some some stuff we have to do up here. The Slala says if you yes, I'll, I'll be done in my shop. If you would care to get to the bottom of this Hardy Boys style, <laughs> join me uh, as we solve the mystery of the telescope. All right. Falcon, as Slal takes her down, what's our next step? Are we just all on? Repair mode, or again, you kind of see Falcon, and he was—he had sort of wandered off to the side of the ship, and with like this time, he was just looking straight down, like off the side of the ship, like looking at the water. Uh, so you you walk over to him. Falcon's a little—he's a little spacey today. What is uh? What is this? Do you guys have you noticed how water is? It can get things wet. He's like that guy from My Hero Academia where if he uses his power too hard, he just becomes really <laughs> yeah, dumb. I love that. <laughs> Are we taking on any water? Um, and he... Uh, that was salt. Um, well, uh... And he, like, looks down and, and you see the pitch crew. They are... They are that's like a Cirque du Soleil performance. It very much like Cirque du Soleil. Like, you're, you're seeing these <laughs> like guys, like... Swinging and imagining. flipping. And- like, Guff throws up a board and, like, someone comes spinning around the side of the deck and kicks a nail out of the sky <laughs> and it nails the board into the side of the ship. It's beautiful! You'd think that their skills could go <laughs> elsewhere, but here they are on the sea monster using pitch. <laughs> they're the pride of the seven seas, and yet they're so humble. <laughs> the pride of the seven seas. That's funny. <laughs> Atlantis was us the whole time. <laughs> Atlantis was a friend we found along the way. Oh, That's fuck. it. Damn. The fifth element was Scooby, love. Scooby, why did you give that away? If you rearrange Atlantis, it spells Atlantis was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's the <laughs> There's a lot of silent letters in Atlantis. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, I don't know how you guys spell Atlantis, but I spell it with six alphabets. No, you, 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 Falcon, as he's, you, you kind of bring him to his senses again, and he looks down at the side of the ship now, and there are several holes, uh, several like burn marks and damage marks, and it looks like some of the more intense ones are being patched by Guff and his flying wondrous pitch crew. God. Um, and Falcon says, well, sorry, I, you gotta forget that feeling that you've, it's sort of deja vu. This, this is unnerving for me to say the least. I mean, you're, you're a sailor, uh, and this is the water. I, it, it's more than that. I, it, I've seen the ocean before, obviously. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I've been sailing blind this whole time. I've There's... dreamed of seeing the, seeing the ocean my whole life. I think one <laughs> day I'll hey, get there. Falcon puts his, his arm on your shoulder and he says, My friend, look to your left. <laughs> <laughs> my God, it's beautiful. Isn't it? Isn't it? But yes, the next steps. Yes, sorry. We need to figure out if there's anything within sailing distance rowing distance we we do have row we do have oars here how would you find that out well, what about the stars secrets gonna use his divine sense to see if i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah the uh, other category has now shifted to you can sense dirt <laughs> falcon looks up and he he yells to patrick which i don't think actually could work because how tall the 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 mast is your voice can travel pretty far you hear the uh, 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 
Oh, he's coming down. He's, he's coming, coming down. down. He's coming down. He's coming. He's coming down. Oh shit! <laughs> Captain, I've I've only got one more use of my healing, and I, I don't think we're using it on this one. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> give him a good way out. Just put him down. <laughs> Seagart picks him up and starts to throw him over. No, no, no! no. He can't float! He can't swim! <laughs> he ate the carrot, carrot, no me, so he can't swim anymore. Sorry, just a little bit of One Piece humor for you guys. Ah, uh, is that what that was? Wrap it I up. missed it. Get it out. No, I liked it. That was that was an under-the-radar kind of reference. That, <laughs> that, that no one got. Wonderful! Um, Patrick, like, <laughs> is just like looking out over his bucket. You see his half-mohawked, carroty head and just orange skin and green eyes looking at you. Patrick, is, did, did you find something? And uh, Patrick just like points up and you look up and there's more floating. I don't, I'm just kidding. Oh! I was about to shit my pants. <laughs> he points up. You see some birds actually flying uh, again off to the west. Oh, we did hear cawing when we got here. And then he points, like he sort of like finger pointing up and then it just sort of lazily like, mm, like points off like, to the west, Falcon, uh, he turns around, looks out to the west, and then uh, Patrick gives him a, a telescope, telescope, and uh, Falcon looks off to the west. Did somebody say a telescope? A telescope. Uh, Falcon looks for a moment, then he he hands the telescope to you all, and I'm just I'm just going to move us along. You all look thank, through it. Thank you, thank you. And you do see a ways off in the distance. Uh, it looks like there is a bit of a, a, a rise on the horizon. It isn't just. Mm-hmm completely flat falcon says it looks like actually we uh, it still is quite a ways off but it looks like there is something over there so seagard i guess to answer your question we're gonna start heading that direction because i don't think there's anything else close by what can we do to help get the ship in tip-top shape to get out of there well, he ties a rope around your waist and kicks you off the side of the... Wait! <laughs> Hope you're not afraid of heights. I poop out of both my buttholes. <laughs> no! The double barrel shotgun blast. <laughs> the double barrel... I just, I just realized what you said, actually. I keep one full at all times in case of an emergency. He keeps it loaded, keep boys. <laughs> You guys are gross. I have mixed feelings. I have mixed feelings. It. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> it's gross. I mean, and I don't like imagining it, but I laugh. <laughs> but I laugh. face when you said But it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Can't argue um, with that. Falcon says, he says, well, in, in all honesty, boys, uh, I don't think you can help Guff. Look at him. Like that. Look at that. those glorious acrobatics he's doing. Maybe Kippa. Kippa. Maybe. Kippa wipes a tear away from his eye. He says, no, no, <laughs> no. I do not let me even... Think about standing yeah. where he has stood. I, I think the best thing we can we can do is uh, maybe just rest up a bit, and I think we have to be on guard. There's something, uh, and he kind of he kind of trails off and is like looking out over the ocean. And he says, "There's something not right about this place, and I can't quite put my finger on it." Cool. Thanks for the anxiety. You're welcome. <laughs> not sure what I'm going to do about that, Captain Falcon. Is everything okay? I mean, you keep spacing out and saying this place looks familiar. Is everything all right? He turns and looks out over the ocean. You notice like just a humongous <laughs> crack in his skull. Like, just the <laughs> biggest, like... There's just a sword. <laughs> so you can see. He's been standing at a perfect angle. To just, we just don't notice it. He turns around. It's like a huge-ass, like, sword. You guys never asked where the Sword of the Seven Seas went. Oh! Oh, no! He failed his dexterity check and just landed on it. It's been through his whole body. 
<laughs> Something's off. Captain Falcon. He's just been like, what's up with him? He has. There's something you're not telling us, Captain Falcon. What's damage. going on? He's got full on brain damage. <laughs> Oh, if anybody wants to do fan art of us, please. Please do it of Captain Falcon with a huge sword coming out of his head. Oh, oh my God. God. Fantastic. That was beautiful. My stomach hurts. <laughs> that really. So we are not the most perceptive of parties, so it honestly yeah. makes total sense. You guys. Uh, yeah, didn't you get like a two on your perception? Oh, yeah, and I've never done well. I had you guys roll perception, and you found Elizabeth. You didn't find the sword and She's just like it. out in the deck. <laughs> It's like you said, you can't crit ability checks. Christian's nat 20 couldn't even see that shit. No, I just, I, I will go on record saying there's, at this point, there's nothing out of the norm. Okay, no great. head, no head trauma. I've been in a lot of battles. You gotta take head wounds seriously. Yeah, I didn't get hit on the head. <laughs> yeah, that's weird of you to say, Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, Falcon looks back at you and he says, like he says, that's better. I'm just saying, better to be safe than sorry, Captain Falcon. I know it seems weird, but I mean, hey, you never know. Arius, how, how does uh, how does your head feel? Is well, it, now I'm worried. How does it look? Am I missing anything? Arius slowly reaches up. <laughs> just, a giant spear. Just tapping. Just like, <laughs> he's got an arrow. He's got like an arrow through the head. Yeah, the arrow. <laughs> we all have some sort of protruding weapon. <laughs> you guys solved it. You're all dead. You, you're you're in limbo. You basically just solved yeah, my whole We didn't go to limbo. Puzzle. We fucking died. We died. Uh, we got um, ballistas through us. Is this my paradise or my hell? No, uh, Falcon. Falcon uh, says no, I. I appreciate the offer, Sea Carton. I, I think maybe if uh, we could help Slaw, maybe maybe Elizabeth. Uh, if you do really want to help Guff, I mean that's on you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly think the best thing is just hunker down. I can't help but feel like we should address the crew and also take stock, see who's been injured, see who we might have lost. Shout out to Rodney. God. Fucking damn it. I'm so happy. So <laughs> yeah, happy wait. he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Little does he know that I sent him out on that barracuda for a reason. <laughs> oh. And let me just tell you, his mission was a success. <laughs> so. That's why that's why Kevin Falcon is like shooketh. He's like, what what have I done? <laughs> this moral quandary. Am I happy? Is it my fault if I didn't kill him, but I sent him to his death? And I must take his wife now as my own. <laughs> his robot wife. <laughs> oh yeah. Secret, I, I hear you I hear you. Yes. I think we should address the crew. I think rest yeah. is is more important at the, at this point. Prior to dinner hour, let's get everyone together. That's an order, Captain. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, Seagard, I don't want to sound like affronting or anything, but you give Captain Falcon a lot of orders. He was spaced out, and as you said, order, he looks back to you and he says, yes, orders. Uh, and then he just like zones out completely again. Well, maybe we should leave him to this for a bit. Yeah. All right, Falcon, you, you hang in there, buddy. <laughs> I'm not injured. Just want to say that. Not injured badly. We all, we all nod. Like, maybe okay. on the inside. Maybe my heart. I cast my last cure wounds on Falcon's head specifically. <laughs> you know, some some head wounds are invisible. Uh, let's see. That's going to be twelve points of healing. Damn. He he had, he was scuffed up from fighting a berserker, and he, he you see the 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 cuts and bruises and things heal up, but he doesn't even really notice it. He's just sort of looking out over the ocean again. We start walking away, and I'm guys. Um, is he is he going to be okay? Yeah, I don't know. You know. Like on the real, I'm I'm a little bit anxious now. I've never seen him this kind of like vaguely worried. 
He always seems like he knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. His orders are always so specific, and he never is afraid of anything, and he always is straightforward. <laughs> and let's start planning what to happen if Captain Falcon is to die. And I'm not saying he's going to die. I'm just saying let's just plan. I am the only one that has held a leadership position on a boat before. Hey, Kippa's got a point here. Kippa's got a point. We, I'll fight you for it, Kippa. All right, so so Seacart's the new captain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could kill me in like two rounds. Aries starts like unbuckling like part of his like armor, and you see the ref shirt, and you're like, oh, it's ready. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys want to do? So just to be clear, yeah, uh, you more or less have free time. Prism's a thing. Elizabeth's a thing. You can help. I was not expecting Guff and the pitch masters to be this acrobatic and cool, but if you do want to help them, you can. Uh, I want to go to the level up room. Ha! That's funny! That will happen soon. Uh, there's a couple things. I don't know how much like free time we're going to have, but Kippa, Kippa's just going to go down to wherever Prism is and kind of do the sit by the bedside. Oh, Just so that she can see someone familiar when she wakes up rather than just a mind flayer leaning over her. <laughs> so you want to do that? Does, does anyone else want to do anything else? Oh, also, also, sorry, slight side note just to reiterate. Kippa is very comfortable in his own skin now on the sea monster. He has his hat, but it's like on a drawstring, kind of like just, you know, hanging off of his back type of thing. Real Luffy style. Yeah. No, no, uh, no eye patch or anything. So he, he's, he's full fame. Oh, nice. He's saying it out. That's what, okay. That's, I was going to ask you about that with the art I'm doing. Cause I was like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't even have a shirt on. I think it, yeah, no, he's, he's, just he's, like... he's going the full sailor. He's just got like some brown pants, boots and shirtless. How many belts do you have? That's the real question. I'm that's part of my goal. I'm trying to accumulate more belts. He actually, okay, cool. he's not wearing a shirt anymore. He's trying to cover his whole torso just with belts. Yes. With belts, I see. That sounds so uncomfortable. <laughs> I cannot iterate how uncomfortable how that sounds. How much pinching skin between the straps. Kippa oh. is, is heading heading down, and we'll say for, for the time being, uh, does, it, uh, does anyone else want to do, does anyone else have anything specific they want to do, or are we just trying to rest Seagart wants to go to Slaw. Okay. That's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you guys all just doing the Slaw thing? Um, I think Ares would go to the me- the mess hall, kind of like you know say goodbye for now for the team and just go and just hang out in the mess hall and just kind of be there. Okay, so you uh, yeah, so Kippa, you head down to Slal. We'll say this: uh, you see Slal. He's uh, he has his he's no longer wearing his goggles, his big thick cape, and he doesn't have his umbrella. And you, you head down, you get into the blue light of his of his workshop, and he has not like not like later later out like surgically like he's gonna like a, like. Do surgery on her. Autopsy time. Yeah, he's not just like straight up like, all right, well, here we go. It's magic discovery time. He's like made as, as comfortable as a bed as he can on one of his like workbenches. He has like a little cushion behind her head and she has like a blanket like covering her. And he he has a device, kind of like imagine like a like a sextant, what they use to like navigate ships. Yes, 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 yes. And he, he's like sort of like dialing it in as he has, it looks like he's about to do something with it. And, uh, Oh, 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 you knock, and he says, come, come in, come in. All right, Kippa, don't freak out. He's got an octopus face. Ah, ha, 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 <laughs> very funny, very funny. Hey, had, have you talked to Earl lately? Because I, I, don't, I don't know if you've heard this, but word around the ship is he's been telling everybody how he uh, beat you in an arm wrestling contest or something like that. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know. I just... What? I figured you'd heard that. <laughs> Ask Slaw about a locket, but I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you guys you guys both knock, and, and you walk in. Or Slaw, yeah, come in, come in. And uh, you walk in, and you both see... He's, he's made Prism as comfortable as, as he can, but he is 
He's, it looks like he is about to do some sort, some magical examinations on her. Uh, as you, you walk in, he looks up and says, okay, how can I, how can I help you? Uh, I'm just here to kind of help you if you need any help, but I'm content just kind of sitting over here in the corner. Just want to okay. be around if she, uh, you know, wakes up or something. That's very kind of you. Seacard, can I help you with anything? Uh, well, I didn't expect Kippa to be here, but I, uh, had asked you about a particular item, and I just wanted to see if maybe you'd made any headway on that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He, he go, he, he puts the, the, the magical sex tent down, and he goes, uh, back to one of his... Magical sex tent sounds like a bad porno. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes back to a cupboard and, and opens it up and pulls out two small things. And he, he comes back to the table and he's about to show them to you. Then he, he looks over at you, Kippa, and he says, Seacard, is this, uh, are you, are you okay if I, if I proceed? Yes. Cool. <laughs> um, and he he puts a he puts a compass down on the table. It's it's a it's a larger compass than normal. And at this point, um, as best as you can tell, it is it is actually pointing uh, in a northwards direction. But there also is a like like an arm that kind of comes out of the side of it with a with a small platform on it. Um, and he he puts the he puts the compass down. Then he pulls out your locket. Could you describe for our listeners one more time how how does your locket look? It's a small silver locket. Nothing of a, like, it's not super bedazzled or anything. Seagart came from a poor lifestyle, uh, but it does have a slight engraving on the outside. Just a nice little design. And it, did I say silver already? Silver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, silver. Cool. So just kind of a, a standard, yeah. small, basic locket. Uh, it does, and it does have a photo yeah. inside. Right. Click it open and it's a picture of my wife. Okay. He puts, he, he takes it out and. Puts it, places it very reverently down on this arm with this little platform on the side of it. Well, before he puts it down, he says, "Well, okay, this is interesting, my friend. You asked me if I could help you with a a locating device, locating spell, locating magic, and this is this is the the best I could do. I don't have a cool name for this item. I just call it the compass because it is a compass." And he says, "If if it all goes as planned, though, it should tell us at least what direction." your wife is. Don't feel like you haven't done enough. Uh, it's better than anything I've had in years. Well, uh, as, uh, as you, as you humans say, let's keep our fingers crossed. He doesn't have fingers either. He doesn't have a heart, doesn't have fingers. He says, well, I, I hope for your sake, my friend, that this can at least point us in the right direction. <laughs> he says, uh, would you like to do the honors? And he hands you the, the locket and says, if you just, you place it there, I will, I will do the rest. Seagart, like, takes a minute, clicks open the locket, and then, while looking at the picture, <clears throat> gently places it on the platform. Slal, uh, you, you see him kind of bow his head, and he puts his, his hands sort of, like, on either side of this compass device. And uh, you kind of hear this low sort of humming, not really a chant, not really a spell, not really a song. He's just talking in a language that... What language do you guys speak, just off the top of your head, just real quick? Not deep speak. Elvish and common. It's definitely not thieves can't or elvish or common. Common halfling Sylvan. None of those. Okay, so you you sense him saying words in this in this language that feels very very ancient, but you have no idea what he's saying. And as you place the locket down there, there's a faint shudder uh, to, to the whole device as the point of the compass, which was rock steady a moment ago, starts to 
almost slowly at first starts to to spin off to the right and then quickly back to the left and then it spins all the way around. All of a sudden it keeps getting faster and faster and faster, more erratic and more sporadic. And then all of a sudden the glass on the top of the compass cracks and it starts to smoke. Um, and Slaw opens his eyes, takes his hands back and he says, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he, he quickly takes the locket off of, off of the platform and he, he hands it over to you and he says, that is very strange. What does this mean? Hmm. I guess I should have explained this before. I have used this device and tested it on things other than the locket and it, it without fail was able to locate things on this ship, but it, it never once did that. Is, is, is your locket okay? Okay. Are you okay? Is, there, I, is I, everything okay? I don't. I don't know if we're okay. And I look at the locket. Does it look affected at all? It looks. It looks fine still. It doesn't. It doesn't look like it was. It was damaged in the the minor explosion. But Slaw looks at it again. He says, "Well, this is. This is interesting to me because. It was working for a moment. Hmm. I'll have to think. Whatever you. Card. Whatever you come up with, please." Don't hesitate to tell me. I won't. I won't, Seacard. That, I, I, oh. but he's, he's like back in that, you've seen this many times before where Slaw. He just starts like, he just starts like turning and like muttering. And yeah, like he's that. just like, he's, he's in his head. He's just like, you can, t- you can tell his mind is, is on to other things now. And then there's, there's a moment of that. And, uh, do, do you, how do you, how do you respond to that? Do you, do you want to hold on to the locket or can I have it back? I think you can. I think you can have it. Have it back. Seagart places it over his head. Well, thank you, Slaw. Uh, even if this wasn't as uh, conclusive as we'd hoped. And he, he's like, he's, yes, uh, yes. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Of course, of course. I, I, I think. I think. Surprising as it may seem, I think this actually was a, a good step. I. I don't know how to ask this, but that doesn't mean that she's gone from this world, does it? She's still alive, right? Seeker, I think she might be. episode everyone um yeah i i ooh, sorry i clapped right into the microphone um yeah well welcome thank you as always uh thank you for listening thank you for supporting um you may have noticed we're doing a few extra things uh, in the last episode or two uh we are doing some ad breaks for some of our friends that we've made on social media um because we've just been blown away by the support we've had on Twitter, on Instagram, on all these places. And we've met some really, really cool people. And there's some amazing other tabletop role-playing uh, podcasts, tabletop role-playing game podcasts. That's a mouthful. There are some other amazing podcasts out there. And we just wanted to do a few shout outs to some of the, some of the, some of them. Yeah. There's, there's a bunch. We're not the only ones. We're not alone. Do, 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 do. There, there are actually, there's probably some alien ones out there too, but like, if you're looking for more of this like kind of tabletop role playing, 
dice rolling, goofy, fun, whatever podcast. There's a bunch out there. So uh, we decided to shoot a shout a few of those out. These last uh, last two weeks, we did a force majeure podcast. It's a it is a Star Wars based podcast. So if you are tired of hearing about ships and sailors and magic and stuff, you can go check them out because they have cool Star Wars stuff. And I've listened to a bunch of their stuff and it is top notch. Um, so go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Trust me. So once again, we're doing some new things with these ad breaks. So if you have any suggestions or if you're hearing this and you want us to shout you out, feel free to contact us and we'd be more than happy to to work some sort of schedule or whatever out. Um, and the way you can do that is you can find us on social media that we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Uh, I think I still have a MySpace. If you want to go check that out, it's really old. I think there's like some photos of me in high school in there. Like, so if anyone wants to go do that, I'm think I'm on Instagram. I think I'm on MySpace somewhere, but anyway, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for sticking in here with us. We're having a blast and we look forward to seeing you in Two weeks. I don't know what date that is, but just from this point, from this point right now, 14 calendar days from this exact moment, we will release another episode. So set your watches, set your stopwatches, your clocks, whatever, your sundials. I don't know where y'all are at in life when it comes to uh, time pieces, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Thank you so much for, for hanging there with us and yeah. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.